This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So it's me, it's Timbaland, and it's at the time Magoo. And we're going, we're building the beat, we're uh, building the beat piece by piece uh, to make a hit, to make a smasher. Yeah. And Magoo, uh, you know, uh, he's a natural clown, uh, biggest funny bone in the biz. And he's clowning, he's cracking us up, and he starts to do his play on the famous Marshall Mathers song intro, and he's inverting it and going, there's my snare. There's my snare. I have so much snare in my headphone. Uh, Okay. And what's uh-huh. and he was doing the inversion. Uh huh. And what's the normal one? Where's my snare? Oh, and he's saying he knows where it is. He found it. Magoo's saying I found the snare. I know where it is. Magoo is doing that, and you know, so of course I'm losing it. Yeah. And Timbaland gets pissed. Yeah. Yeah ferocious and he turns and he you know he carries like a wizard staff sure and he points the staff mad and banishes magoo and did it and magoo disappears oh what did he say i banish thee because usually i've Uh only seen him he uses that to like push the uh, levels like to change the levels on the board. He stands really far away from the board, and he uses the big staff to push them up. He can't really um, lower them, but he. I can- had experienced that as well. I had seen that that he can push them up, but he. I suggested that he put some kind of hook on the end. Yeah, but it's just so that he rounded can pull off. Back down. Yeah, but it, yeah, and so by the end of the record, they just that- all the levels end up all the way up. But I now add- all the way up. Yeah, and. And when I told him to put a hook on the end, I said, you shouldn't have the round top. He said, bruh, yeah. that's the look. Okay, and did you get the feeling now that you almost got banished in that moment? Well, that's what I'm realizing is I was seconds from being banished. And if you'll notice, Magoo hasn't been on many Timbaland tracks since then. And when was this? This was, oh, let's see. Uh, I was, uh, I was 25, I'm 65 years old right now, and, uh, and carried a one, and Aaliyah was still alive, and AJ, not put a number. Um, it was like a couple of years ago. Hey, welcome to uh, Hollywood Handbook and Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of this Industry We Call Showbiz. 
Uh, welcome to all the new Podmas fans. Uh, we should, how do we, because exp- I feel like we're starting with scratch with a bunch of people who just heard about us from the Podmas best of list. Right, 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 right. Yes, we were heavily featured on that list. One of the biggest podcasts on there. Um, I, you know, uh, I would reference our iTunes description if they haven't read it yet, which is it's a podcast that offers a healthy dose of humor and sensuality. It's short, yeah, and it cuts off it cuts off very abruptly. Sure, there yeah, is well, no period. Not, there's no period. It's there's a comma as if it's going to continue. And we talk about movie, funny movies, central movies, um, and uh, funny and- movies. And now with the prevalence of doughboys, we talk about food and fast food chains. Uh, and TV and books and and music, and we Comic have books, nerds, music, TV, movies, radio. Stern is God. Stern is King. And um, there's one other thing we talk about. Hayes, I'm sorry. Right, we said m- music, books, the mail, the mail. And we have repeat guests on our show. Sometimes uh, you might notice our our. Um, our show, our, our production value is very high, but sometimes I'll be in a different location than Sean. Uh, so right now I am actually in New York. Uh, Sean is in is in Los Angeles. We are not in the same place recording this show. And the reason I'm here, because we do have uh, repeat guests that we, we like to come back to frequently, I'm taking a little trip uh, to New York to visit my friend uh, Tom Sharpling, who has a long history on the show. Tom, uh, can you uh, yeah, hi. say something? Um, hi, hi, Sean. Tombo, what's crack a lacking, bruh? Um, yeah, no, no, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, but that's not what I asked. That's not. Oh, what's yeah. cracking? What's crack a Yeah, what's crack a I was gonna say. I don't know. Can you hear him? Okay. Oh yeah, you know I, I can hear him. I just didn't okay. know. I just I just don't want to get anything wrong. Is really what I'm trying to just do. Okay. Well, in that case, then the thing to do would be to answer the question that. Okay, uh, so yeah. I already got something wrong. If that is what you're trying sure. to do is not get things wrong, it would all be right. to answer the question. And this is all coming from a mm-hmm. collaborative place, which is our relationship now. Anyway, yes. it, answer the question and we'll keep going. Okay. Um, it's all crack a lacking, bro. That's a very extreme... Everything... But I got it wrong Doesn't again, though. So I'm getting... I've just never yeah. heard of... A whole lot anything. of stuff's crack a lacking, bro. Okay. If everything's crackalacking, then nothing's crackalacking. That's a fair point. Does that point. make sense, Tom? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, How would you know what's crackalacking unless some things were not crackalacking? It's unfortunate some things have to not be crackalacking, but that is what makes the things that are crackalacking shine so bright for us. Sure. No, I got it. Message received. A whole lot of stuff is crackalacking. Hayes, I can't see Tom. I can't see Tom. Is he getting it, actually? He has like his um, finger on his temple, like he is really thinking about it. So I don't know if he if, if he is. It, it, there's certainly an effort to get it, whether or not he actually is getting it. He is like he's looking up in the air and he's putting his finger on his temple and he's yeah. he is thinking about it for sure. I, I a whole yeah, it's a six sixty percent of what could be crackalacking is crackalacking for me, bro. Not bad. Better than half. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that over 
Forty percent. We're gonna go. We're just gonna. Oh, go. we're okay. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're done. Okay. Uh, we uh, Tom uh, has a long history of the show. Initially, uh, as sort of a uh, an acquaintance, someone we didn't really know. Uh, I think uh, Earwolf just like had him on, and then he eventually became a jealous enemy of the show, uh, and then someone we forgot about for a long time. Uh, and then gradually, he, uh, you started your um. You were sending in submissions via fax, mm-hmm. jokes for the show. Yes, and then gradually we did have you in. Every once in a while, you would do a day. We 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 have these big like pitching rooms. Yeah, uh, where we have different people in to pitch yeah. the ideas. Jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were a real standout in that. Oh, thank in those you. Rooms. Um, what were some of the idea? Uh, I uh, some of the ideas that you have that we that we did. Um, I had that whole Stranger Things. Yeah, thing, a lot right? of Stranger Things stuff. Yeah. That went great. That was yeah. that really soared. Oh, for yeah. Us. Yes. Or uh, I was. Uh, what, are we in the upside down or what? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was that whole that whole upside down thing where it's like, just like uh, like. Bernie won the nomination in the Upside Down. Yeah, we. Oh God, it was sort yeah. of a version of the Upside um, Down where everything was kind of the opposite. Yeah, and which I later did yeah. look into the show, and that is not. And this is fine, but that is not what the Upside Down is on the show. You at the time were very insistent that you had seen all of all of the show. I thought I was watching it, and it turned out, it turned out I was watching something on. Hulu. Yeah, okay. Not Netflix. Uh, I don't have a Netflix subscription yet. I was watching something on Hulu. Okay. Uh, Well, that that was confusing because you did talk so much about Stranger Things and how you had watched it. And then you asked me if I had a Netflix password you could use. (laughs) Maybe a full six months later. Yeah. And that sort of tipped me off that I should check this thing out and see if you were right. Because you had that long riff that we used about pineapple upside down cake and what they call it in str- in the Stranger Things world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just, just pineapple cake. cake. Yeah, pineapple cake. <laughs> so, and I and I was like, oh, this is so you know so richly informed by the show and the characters, and as it turns out. They don't even really bring up cake on that show. They're fighting monsters. Yeah. It turned out I was I was watching Seinfeld on Hulu. I thought it was See, Stranger okay. Things. So that is the other because you uh you were talking about some Seinfeld characters, mm-hmm. but also uh Danny Castellano from The Mindy Project was there as well. Yeah. But he is interacting with like Kramer and stuff. So I wonder, I don't know, like if this is one show or if they're sort of like blending into each other. They were starting to blur together. And I had this whole thing where, um, where the Demogorgon is can't sleep because he's next to a Kenny Rogers roasters is outside his window and Uh he just can't sleep. So then he chicken messed you up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and then he moved and share he, he shared apartments with uh he switched apartments yeah. with um with the uh with Danny Castellano. With Danny Castellano. 
And then like Danny and Castellano. And then Danny Castellano's like, Mr. Marbles? <laughs> he thinks the dummy's alive. <laughs> it was. So I guess I should have sprung for the Netflix right. account. Bah, because you would say. weed. Newman's eating broccoli. Because <laughs> you would say. At the time, it's all the computer. You were very insistent that it is all the computer, which is, it turns out, also true. But, yeah, it turns out they're yeah. different. And it was different just, things hey, remember computer. Jerry is going, Newman, you wouldn't eat broccoli if it was dipped in chocolate sauce. And now, Tom, I've noticed you're not really reacting to these things Sean is bringing up, and you did used to give a Seinfeld tour. I don't know if this is something that you're not, that is not part of your life anymore. But Legally, I... I am not allowed to talk too much about the Seinfeld tour. I have to be very judicious because of the whole Stranger Things thing. Uh-huh. I was also giving a, a Stranger Things tour through New York, showing where in New York City where all the things happened in Stranger Things. And I was like, this is where, the, where Barb uh, got her head cut off. And... Mm-hmm. And then it turned out I was that it didn't take place in New York at all. Yeah, and that was at Madison Square Garden that you just were pointing to on yes. the tour. It was a, it was a, for that first uh, that first MMA fight at Madison Square Garden, and then um, <clears throat> I introduced uh, Conor McGregor as uh, as the cop from Stranger Things. You thought he was the cop. He yeah. wasn't happy. Netflix wasn't happy. The two brothers who do that thing yeah. were not happy. Yeah. Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld was not happy. Yeah. Castle Rock Entertainment was so mad at me. Sure. For that. Cuz I even had a thing where where we would I would play that song at the end. Right. Yeah, at the end of the tour. At the end was, of the tour I'd play was their, their Amblin mad. Tom, did Amblin get upset? Because Stranger Things is actually, and I'm one of the people that has noticed this, heavily influenced by the Amblin films. Amblin. Mm-hmm. And what is that now? Remember E.T.? E.T., the yes. The extraterrestrial sure. alien. Sure. E.T.'s Amblin. Yeah. E.T. Remember? So, because look, I was, I was piecing a fair amount of the Stranger Things stuff together off what I would see on Twitter. And uh, I kind of got it wrong, and I was sued. Oh. I got sued. Yeah. By Netflix. Yeah. The brothers who did Stranger Things. Yeah. Because you said this is the official Stranger Things tour. Yes. Hosted by the, the Dust Brother. Hosted by the main kid. I remember seeing the promotional mm-hmm. materials that you said I'm the main kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. And then what I would do is I had this uh, puppet that I would pull out. And I thought that I didn't know the kid's name was Eleven. I didn't know that was the kid. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to have, I thought it was like she was Eleven. Uh-huh. And so I was well, just. that's not that far Well, she was off. 11. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, I got that right? Well, oh, she was 11. I should have brought that up in the fucking court case. I could have won that Would thing. Would the Dust Brothers, the Dust Brothers sued you? It was Netflix, comma, Castle Rock Entertainment, comma, Seinfeld, comma, Jerry, comma. 
Stranger Things, comma, the Dust Brothers, comma, mm-hmm. the Duplass Brothers, comma, they got Ooh. in on it. Because I was also well, doing a puffy doing chair togetherness tour. tour briefly. I was yeah. doing a puffy chair you tour. Doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Where I would pull out you the puffy wanted chair. You wanted to do a togetherness tour. I couldn't get that together. Get it? That was... But I had I had a chair that I claimed was the puffy chair, right? And then when people uh, would sit in it, I would push it and then say, now you're in the upside down, you piece of shit. And they kept getting hurt. Because <laughs> it was mm-hmm. less of a chair. It was less of a puffy chair and more of like a bench. So much. Oh. The cursing of the tour... I think I guess you thought it was like a filthy kid. I thought that's what Eleven was like a dice kind of kid, right? Yeah. Because she was the one with the shaved head who wore that leather jacket. Yeah. And then would come out and just go like. Because she right? was. Yeah. Had, had, had a leather jacket that she was like the dice man as a child. Yeah. And she'd go like, uh, this kid here with the lisp. We're talking about going into the upside down and he's like i don't want to go into the upside down and i was like we're going in you dunce i thought that's what the kid said yeah yeah and i was way off and i felt legally i found out how far off i was that's why i don't mention the seinfeld tour so much well it worked for us it worked great for the show Mm -hmm. uh and so recently it was good for us yeah. yeah and so we've had you in on like a weekly kind of deal since mm-hmm. then um because now i'm just doing the sully tour right yeah and that's freed you and you up. just do the joke from the end of the movie is that right the sully one where i just like i wish it was july <laughs> does that work out of okay. context and we're out roll credits do you ever have people like, because if you, when you just say that, like, not providing any context for it. I'll give you, a, a, this is what the Sully tour consists of. We go to the Hudson. I say to them, I wish it was July. <laughs> and then they seem confused, and I push them into the Hudson. <laughs> and I say, and that's where the plane again, was, right? asshole. But don't you do it twice? Because I noticed in the movie they show the exact same footage of the crash twice. Yeah, yeah. I think they were happy with how it came out. Yeah, yeah. you push them and, in, and uh, then you say, get out! I say... <laughs> Come out! I go, this is what I say. I wish it was July. And they're like, what? And then I shove them in the huds, and then I start, I go, birds! I have a pitch for the Sully tour, which is then at the end of it, you call your wife, she has a lot of questions, but you just go, turn on the news. <laughs> Like, don't tell her you love her or anything. Indicate that something bad has happened, but just go, turn on the news. Yeah. And then you talk to her again the next day. He was very busy, to be fair. He had to go on a talk show. He couldn't tell his wife and children what he was up to. He had to jog. Yeah. Go on Letterman. You got a cold jog. Letterman. Go Go to a bar. Hey, you're Can that we guy. Once and for all, get rid of these people who see what actually went wrong on a plane. 
Yeah, these they, villains in our society who are trying to figure out exactly what went wrong on a plane when it crashes. Can we get rid of these people? I'm sorry. I Whatever find, happened, yeah. happened. The pilot did it, and it's fine. There's I'm no reason to... into this. Yes, there's no reason to assume that the pilot did anything wrong. Yeah. I find it disgusting. That was supposed to happen. Yeah. That these terrible people, and this is also something I say in the cell. This is how I close out the tour. I say, it. I don't know about you, guys. Well, first of all, guys, kick and you won't go under, is what I say. Because they are in the Hudson at this point. Really don't get any of that water in your mouth because it's super disgusting. But then I say, I think I speak for all of us when I say it is nauseating that this this air federal commission would take two days to question whether this guy landed a plane in the Hudson when he didn't have to just because that's what every computer projection said that he did wrong. Now, if you guys want to climb out of there, we can head over to uh, the No Soup for You, and you guys can warm up. <laughs> I like that Sully had money problems. Uh, so, the Sully stuff has been great. All your stuff has been so good. Thank you. Thank um, you. So what we do, you know, we we like to sort of show how it works behind the scenes. And what we uh, like to do is at the end of the the week when your contact contract is kind of running out, we usually talk to you over the phone and you give us kind of the pitch for like your big idea for ne- next week's show. And we either renew you or we don't sort of based on that pitch. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a back and forth uh, process with us. And you said when we called you end of last week for the christmas we had told you we need a christmas uh show obviously we always do a sure. kind of a big blowout christmas show um, christmas not holiday show christmas show yeah and which is we like the other ones too but like the other holidays they're fine but i'm this- sorry the the front lines of the war on christmas you know they're not being fought and just macy's it's we're fighting them in our own backyard. Yeah, Macy's. Think about it. Go on about the Macy's thing. Who me? Yeah, I no, I no, I just think it's it is something. No, I just think it's a point worth making the Macy's aspect of it uh, specifically. I just want people to really get it. Okay. Well, think. Okay. Some of these stores. Tom, say what you were saying the other day about this. About about Macy's, yes. The war on Christmas and yeah, yeah, the holidays and Macy's. Well, you know, with Macy's, it really is like if there is a war on Christmas, which there is a war on Christmas. You go to Macy's, and that's like uh, when you're on the wait. What was it that you said about it, Sean? I'm trying to think how you phrased it. I, I don't want to get it wrong. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wish I had written it down because I did say it in a good way that made sense before. Hayes, do you remember? Uh, I, I, I think it had something to do with you thinking that uh, that Macy's uh, had tried to buy Christmas so only they could have it, and they were mm-hmm. not letting anyone else have Christmas. Was it something like that? And that's not my Christmas. Yes, that was your big thing. That's not your Christmas. 
Christmas should be free, I think you were saying. It shouldn't be so expensive. Christmas should be free to all. So I, I hate that people think it has anything to do with religion. Yeah, so this is a big, like, Earwolf has not wanted us to do this show, which is a secular Christmas, because... Uh, we're, we're like our whole thing is like uh like that you can celebrate and you like you can be an atheist and celebrate this is not really my thing so much as sean's but um that he has kind of like a special tree like an atheist tree yeah yeah it's an atheist tree it looks just like a christmas tree but it's brown and it's on fire so, you know, we go to Tom and we say, okay, we're going to do the big blowout Christmas show. And you said that we needed to be, that one of us actually needed to be here. To he- You didn't want us to lose any of the impact of the pitch uh, by being there remotely. Yes. So you flew me out. Because mm-hmm. I guess there's like a, I don't know, is it a visual component or is it just your, you said I need, I need to be able to see your face. Because look, I can't fly for another 18 months because of this lawsuit. And even if I could, the second the I Sully, said, well, certainly the board, the Sully thing, the FAA is yeah. definitely not. Well, first of all, I'm not getting on a plane because I'm terrified. Yeah. If I'm sitting, I won't fly first class anymore because I'm too close to the, where the pilot's sitting. If I hear through that door, birds, I don't know what I'll do. Right. Cause I could hear it then. Right. Birds. Yeah. I'll tell you what you won't do, land in the Hudson and not get some uh, professor from the government putting a microscope up your butt. Yeah, some pencil pusher. Because that's the way they handle these things now. Yeah. Yeah. And you've personally threatened all of everyone associated with the the FAA. Yes, there's that. And the second I set foot in Los Angeles, there's that I'm worried I'm so worried about the Stranger Things cast. Yeah. Just serving it, uh, just beating the tar out of me. Yeah. And then just putting me right back on a plane. And I wouldn't get to pitch the thing. So I yeah. ask you to come out. I've seen that this is so interesting because sometimes I will land in Los Angeles and I will see the Stranger Things cast waiting where, like, they wait for, like, the limo guys and they're holding a sign that says, The Bitch. And that's because that's usually, I'll just go, oh, that's me. When I see that. Right. And I think that's the, I think that might be the trap. Yeah. And then they, and then they beat you. Which is not unlike an episode of Seinfeld where I used to give the tour over at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Where the hate rally was being held. Okay. Remember the hate rally? Mm. Remember the episode where they took the limo? Jerry and George took the limo and then they went to the, the hate rally at Madison Square Garden. Because they thought George was Is a this where white they supremacist. Walk up, they walk up to the person holding the limo sign and they go, I'm Mr. Galakowicz. That's or, the one. No, I'm Mr. Gallywekich. And then the limo guy goes, you're Dr. Galakowicz. And that, then they get in the limo. That's the one. And usually it would culminate. It always works well now with these MMA fights because that's pretty much the closest thing to a hate rally that can be at yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Is... A Conor McGregor fight. Yeah. It doubles as a hate rally. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, but they just don't say it. It's like a, it's a fight. It majors in fighting, minors in hate. 
But when you're there, I can say like, and this is where the Seinfeld tour ends. Should you be doing this? I'm sorry. I just don't want to. Should you be talking about this stuff? Probably not. Isn't this like explicitly what you're not allowed to do? Yes. Yeah. Like, so I can't fly. Wait, Tom, yeah. Are you actually getting on the hill of that a lot of fighting and hate are closely related? I mean, are you going to do that? The idea that that hate and fighting are are uh, Tom. Yeah, I have heard you talk about this. I mean, you're drawing correlation between hate and fighting, and I just don't know if you want to be on record. You're right. With I, that. Should, I should. I well, should probably tap of, the brakes on that. Well, I mean, this is fine for Facebook among your friends because I've seen Tom does a lot of posts about the relationship between hate and fighting and being mad, mm-hmm. uh, and like sort of connections that you forge between sure. between these things. People who are mad fight. And they fight, often fight someone they hate. Right. And this is like your... Yeah, yeah. But I guess, should I delete I mean, those? Some of the studies you've posted on Facebook, honestly, you're like a... I mean, uh, I, a lot of people know. You're sort of an armchair uh, psychological expert. Social scientist, yeah. Um, and, yeah, social scientist. And some of the numbers you put up of madness, fighting, and hate you know, being intertwined has really made me think, but I just don't know if you want to be on the radio saying You're right. You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to tap the brakes on this whole thing. Okay. So you can't fly, which is why you needed you to come here, me to be here. Yeah. So without further ado, okay. I'm pitching to both of you, Sean, uh, or orally and hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Yeah, you said his name. Yes. Hi. Um, I'm pitching the 2016 Hollywood Handbook Christmas Extravaganza. Because, and again, I will say it's daunting. The your holiday shows really set the bar for uh, Christmas podcasts yeah well it's the end of the year we actually we usually have some stuff left over in our budget Mm -hmm. so you can fact don't worry as much about that as you normally do when Mm -hmm. you know we try to like Mm -hmm. keep the budget at a reasonable level we we Mm -hmm. usually have a little extra to spend okay Um, so that's why they tend to be these kind of bigger sure uh, it's a bash it's a big christmas bash Mm -hmm. yeah and we don't spend it they just decrease our budget for the following year so we do actually have to use a lot of the money yeah so a lot of times we have things we don't even want there. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got some some pretty sweet ideas that I think you guys are going to uh, like, hopefully, and will be in the tradition of all the the past Hollywood Handbook uh, Christmas shows. Uh-huh. Tom, just before you get into this, because you're being so nice about our show, I do want to say, and I know you don't, you hate hearing this, I think you should start doing the best show again. Again, okay, because I've been, I do it every Tuesday. I haven't I missed. Should, I know that was, it was always on Tuesdays, and I think you should fire it back up. People miss this thing. <laughs> well, they don't miss it because it, ha- it, it went away for a year, two years ago. I have pretty much spent every Tuesday for the last two years doing the show, including. Tom, that's such a good attitude. That's so great. It's like you never missed a that, beat. That's exactly, uh, that is exactly how you should be thinking. Okay, well, I... 
that's going to serve you so well when you get this thing back on its feet and start making the show again. Can we say so? And and when you do bring it back, uh, for to get the attention of some of the Podmas people, just what we're noticing, the stuff that they respond to, mm-hmm. uh, more sex, more sex, yeah, really like you got to talk about what people want to hear. Yeah. It's, a healthy dose of humor, but also sensuality, Tom. Because this is the idea. Make people picture you having sex. Can I sidebar something here before I get into the pitching? Uh-huh. I was thinking of doing a show called Tom's Tom Dement Condiment Condom Show, right? Where... I like the title. <laughs> I, rev- I review at... Uh, in, in just excruciating detail, different condiments uh-huh. from different places. Like, because people review food now, so yeah, I figure, what's do. the next? What's the what's the next thing in that condiment? Can I jump on this? I I think a lot of these condiments you could find sort of feel like cum, and now we're right into a nice thing. That is, you know, you keep the comedy in there, mm-hmm. but you're also sort of saying like, hey, this is a substance I deal with sometimes because I'm a sexual being. And just like we all like to picture Pete Holmes having sex or Mark Marin having sex or any of the other people out there who are comedians uh, who are talking sometimes about their love life. Let's picture Tom having sex because he's talking about a new mustard that he tried that on his hand kind of feels like cum. I mean, what are we doing here? Let's make a show. Because listening to the, like, traditionally, when you did the show, I I would listen to it, and I'm laughing. I'm having a, a mm-hmm. good time. I'm never picturing you having sex. But I was listening mm-hmm. to it. I'm not turned up. Very, very rare. Very okay. rare. I will say, I never, well, I want never, this to, okay, um, never is too strong a word. Sure. I'm sorry about okay. that. Very rarely. Very rarely. Am, am I getting hot and bothered and picturing you okay. having sex listening to the show? Well, because I thought that I would. Not most of the time. I would say most of the time. Sure. I'm not. Less than half of the time. Mm-hmm. Am I getting very excited listening? Maybe a third, maybe a third of the time, I'm picturing you having sex, and that's just not enough. That's not going to get the ball over the net here. Okay, so it's volleyball. Hmm? Volleyball. Okay, and are you working up into some sort of sexual volleyball metaphor here? Well, no, you're the one who said get the ball over the net. I didn't know we were trading in volleyball as the sport of choice. Seems a little. Maybe not the first sport you'd go to to draw parallels to this. But okay, all right. Well, you, I know you're a b-ball head. Yeah. Maybe we could, yeah, so let's talk about some of that. Maybe, you know, there's like sex, and then also on your show, you play viral videos, mm-hmm. and you do kind of a ridiculousness thing where you're watching a guy dribble at another guy, and the other guy falls down, and you're like, bruh, somebody get this guy a map. Mm-hmm. Or your or b-ball stuff, mm-hmm. dude. Perfect. <laughs> where you say, where you say, mm-hmm. here I go, and then you take a impossible shot, and then you say, oh, <laughs> yeah. You get a bunch of guys together, and they are like it went in. Because with the NBA thing, mm-hmm. 
To be honest, I'm a little uncomfortable with the whole sex part of things for me. That's why I got someone to help me with that. I figured I would deal with the condiments part in which I would try different condiments that we would put in. I would eat them out of condoms. Different, <laughs> different like condiments that that's the way to pass them around. Everybody can just kind of squish them into their mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you suck it out of a condom, right? Somebody's got to test these condoms out in the traditional way. So that's why I've partnered with uh, Joe Ingalls from the Utah Jazz (laughs) has volunteered (laughs) to just, he's going to just go on a zapathon is what he (laughs) calls it. He calls it a zapathon. And when he does that, it's weird because he wants to play Frank Zappa while he does it that's why he calls it a zappathon okay it's za- oh i thought he was no he's zapping zap- babe he is zapping him while playing frank zappa with his with his stanger <laughs> he is okay but he's playing frank zappa while he does it it's funny it's funnier when he explains it so it would basically Joe Ingle's easily the most sexually charged player in sports Assuming he makes the uh, all-star the team, assuming he makes the Western Conference all-star team, it would start at all-star weekend where he would probably be in the Friday night skills challenge. Um, <laughs> That's the most watched challenge. It's pretty tricky when they throw the, throw the basketball through the tire. Yeah. Who does Crisp it? chest pass through the tire. Crisp. That is a really hard thing. And if they miss it three times, they have to move on. <laughs> yeah. And then have Kenny Smith just go like, I don't know about that. The best guys are the ones who just very, very quickly throw three basketballs at the tire so they can, so <laughs> they don't have to set up or anything. They can just go straight to the next thing. The skill. I've, I've mm-hmm. also wondered why they don't move, move the game to Friday night. Yeah. Dunk contest, three point contest stays on Saturday night. Skills challenge Sunday night. Bring the skills back to the end. Make it clear to the to the fans. This is about dribbling through cones, throwing a basketball through a through a tire. Can I ask you that? So doing what did you a think layup. About this last year, Tom. Yeah. Tom, were you was it blowing your mind last year that they had some big men in the skills contest? I tell you, it's it's a di- it's a different game now, Sean. It's a different game. The now. announcers didn't really mention it, but some of these big men were moving with the ball like a guard. I know. You know what I noticed? I I I I missed that. I thought when I grew up as a kid, and correct me if I'm wrong, when they would do the slam dunk contest, someone would do the dunk, and then the scores would just show up, super quiet, just forty-seven, forty-six. 46, 47. And then someone would go, okay, we've added it up, and uh, the average score is 47 for that round. But now... It's gotten very loud. Screaming. Was that a new thing? Is that like this year they started doing that? Yeah, yeah, it's new. And it's gotten so hard for them to do the dunks, I've noticed. <laughs> when do I go? Because the score has become the main attraction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what they're working on. You know that they're working it now, and I know Joe thinks he's uh, uh, got an outside shot of the slam dunk contest. Um, he's working up a couple things. Mm-hmm. Can I pitch you a structure now for the weekend? Game Friday night, if we do it at all. If Saturday, we, yeah. 
three-pointers and dunks. Sunday, the skills challenge, and then the scores to the dunk contest are their own show. That would be... What if they did... Think, just stay with me now. What if they did just the scores, but no one dunked? No dunks. And they make up different oh, people yeah. from history dunking. Or then someone has to do the dunk. The scores score the dunk, and then someone has to do the dunk that they scored. V- versus... Okay, and it's, and the someone is a different person from history, right? Like yes. Uh, like rap battles from history. Rap battles from history. Or yes, rap battles oh, from history, ahead. the dunk. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so you would get... Uh, Benjamin Franklin? Is that Ben? All right, this is your yeah. guy. This is like your pitch. Okay. So don't well, not, I'm not. I'm That's not, your guy. Okay. So you get That's Benjamin. your guy? Oh, I can't. My guy's going to dunk all over him. You get Benjamin Franklin dunking, right? And then uh-huh. you'd get, then you'd get like uh, Joe. Joe. Oh, I got to get Joe Ingles in this thing somehow because he's really, he's got a temper. I'm telling you. He, 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 first of all, he wants this condom part of this thing so badly. Can I, are you, so like, what's the timeline of this thing? You're eating like Russian dressing, Russian dressing out, out of a condom. condom. Yeah. And then you hand the condom. No, he's got his own, he's got his own stash of rubber Johnny's as he calls his dad called. Them. Wait, we're he not using the same that. condoms for the condiments and for the Zapathon? Well, no, because the, because the, uh, uh the, uh, the, uh, spermicidal lubricant, uh, at that point I've eaten it. <laughs> so it's, it, it well, kind of reduces the, yeah, control <laughs> has always been an issue for you. I, mean, I don't know why you can't just stop with the with the condiment. Why you have to move on to the spermicidal lubricant as well? Well, I'll just say the Russian dressing, for example, was so good that I just kind of got a little carried away, and and you chewed up the condom. <laughs> I chewed up the condom, and then Joe Ingalls was so mad. Oh, so mad! Yeah, he beat me. Wow. With a deflated basketball <laughs> that he cuts open and turns into a weapon. Bruh. You took an L. It, the definition of an L. Yeah, I think Tom, you did mm-hmm. safely take an L mm, on that one. I did, yeah. So. <laughs> so, Tom, the Christmas show. Yes. You were starting to okay. do your big pitch. Okay. <laughs> Guys, what do we think about when we think about Christmas in New York? Because I want to do, because everybody thinks about you guys, Hollywood. You take the the Hollywood handbook, guys. It's like you take the boys out of Hollywood. You still can't take the Hollywood out of the boys, right? But we drop. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. We drop. Stop you right there before we do anything else. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. So we take. Hayes and Sean for a New York City Christmas, right? That's dope. That's dope. So you guys go, you guys go to a pizza place, 99 cent pizza place, right? And you eat the pizza. Dope, dope, dope. You eat the pizza upside down like it's a Christmas tree. 
Like it's Christmas tree shape. Stranger like things. You hold it up. Okay. We right? hold it like a Christmas Crust tree. Crust at the bottom, and it looks like a Christmas tree then, okay. right? Okay, yeah. And, and are we explaining <clears throat> this on the show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then... We eat the whole thing. You eat the um, whole thing. Sorry, so, are we saying upside down and not saying Stranger Things? The Stranger... Get ready. We, I there. guess we have to kind of dance around it if, yeah. if you're involved in this. Yes. Because I don't want to be... I do want them in it. There's going to be a Stranger Things parody in this thing okay, I worked good, out. Good. But, but unauthorized. Unauthorized. Um... You eat the pizza. Uh huh. Then here comes who's coming down the street? Santa Con. Here come all the Santas, right? Coming down the street. But this is and this is going to be a thing because 2016 was a very, very political year. This was a. <laughs> it was very, one of the most political years. Politics yeah. is boss in 2016. Yeah. So this is what you yeah. Hayes and Sean put on an orange. Christmas suit, just like President Trump, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And the hair, you put the wig on. Uh huh. And you guys are Santa Neocons. You have your own Santa Con, but it's called Santa Neocon. Well, he's not a Neocon, so that doesn't work. Never mind. Okay. Strike that. Okay. Summer movie. But some people. In, but uh, so this is on a, the side in case we need it. This is a Tom that you know. Mm-hmm. Some people would say that he, uh, you know, he's hiring a lot of people that are interested in war and all that. But your sure. whole thing is like just trust him. He's not. He knows what he's doing. He's not a neocon. Yeah. Well, I mean, I talked to Eric, Trump's son, about this, and he's not a neocon, according to Eric. Yeah. He's not. He just said, "You know what he said to me? Watch out, bro. You, you're gonna have your mind blown by what my my pop does." Eric had his bachelor party on one of your tours. Yes, he did on the Sully tour. He was super pissed when I pushed him into the Hudson. Yeah. When I went, I wish it was July. And he was like, what, bro? And I pushed him in. And then it he was looked, July to, for that. And it was, yes. And he looked at me. Yeah. And then I yelled at him, birds. And now, um, is it a legal thing that you say, I wish it was July rather than I, I would have done it in July? Which it is. is the yes, line from the it movie? is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. I were, I've learned the dance now, Sean, I've learned the dance and here's a part of the dance that will get us in the clear. We won't have to pay any licensing on this bump, 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 right? Summer movies, uh-huh. right? Who you going to call you- stranger things. <laughs> And you have the logo, you have the no, it's through the Demogorgon. Like the no Demogorgons. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Who are you going to call? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Trump wise, you know who I like? Who's that? Jared Kush. Kush Puffer, you know what I mean? Like, I like that last name of that Kushner fella because it sounds like he's smoking, smoking the Kush. Smoking yeah, like he's got that sticky icky that, uh, like he smoke, right? smokes Kush. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we eat the pizza upside down, mm-hmm. and then uh, you seem like you wanted to reset some of the stuff, but. It's then Santa all the Santas are coming down. Okay, here come the San- Here comes Santa Con. Here comes right? Santa Con, and then one of us or both of us is in an orange 
Santa like suit. Like a Trump Can I say, Santa so suit. far, yeah. this pitch is purely visual. Huh. There hasn't been a single element of it that can, that can be heard. You're right in saying that we could have done all of these things without there being any microphone anywhere. Right. But that is all we have for the show. All we have is sound. And so, but what you're describing is, is no sound. Yes. Yes. And I guess that makes sense. Why, why you said I had to be here Mm -hmm. so you could describe something to me visually, but uh, but what we would like is like sort of like a radio play, okay. you know, right. like we have this. these guys that like <clears throat> some of these fun podcasts do like an old time mm-hmm. story show. Okay, here we go. Yeah. I don't know. Let me think. 2016, what happened this year? Okay, here's how it starts off. Welcome Hello? to the year. What's that? You said here's Hello? The, you, you, yeah. Whenever you do like an introduction and you say like here here we go okay. or like you you sort of put Sean back at the beginning. Okay. And All so right. you say like continuing with our conversation and okay. then he'll say, Oh, I know, I've been in this for a while. Right, well here's a scratch version of how this play can go. To um. Okay, I was just about to To old acquaintance be forgot. Thank God 2015 is gone. What a terrible year that was. This year is going to be, and this is you two talking. I guess, should I play both of you? Yeah, that'd okay. be great. All right. Hey, Sean. Thank Christ 2015 is gone. That year was a dumpster fire, huh? Yeah, hey, 2015 was just the worst. Well, 2016 is going to be great. Ground control to Major Tom. Hmm, Hayes, David Bowie died. The heat is on. The heat is on. Oh, no, Sean. Glenn Fry is dead, too. Is on the street. Who else died this year? Prince. Prince. Mm, Hayes, I thought we could go crazy and pay tribute to Prince. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, Sean. Picture if you... Wait, no, what's it? See if you... What is the word? Think if... You, it's not... What is it? Uh, well, you want to. Can I say? You, you want to do? It seems a, like Hayes had all the jokes. Okay, well, I like okay. some of the jokes right, here, too okay. in the script. Okay. Think if picture you will Ghostbusters, the reboot we've all waited for, and this is you singing, Sean. But now they got okay. rid of our favorite guys. And now they put four women in the Ghostbusters car. <laughs> how can you, how, how, why would I buy a ticket for a movie that used to star dudes? Surely I'm not and it done just, singing It yet. just ends in the middle of a verse. 
<laughs> I Bill Murray. I, okay, okay, hold. Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd used to be in this, but now they're not in it. I think that is rude. <laughs> what about my childhood? Do I mention my childhood being ruined? My whole childhood has been ruined. This movie doesn't look like it used to. I'm kind of happy that Thor is in this. Because he's a dude, and I can relate to dudes like him. Okay. Well, that sucked. Okay, strike that what last about some What about uh, some Olympics stuff? Oh, yes. Okay. And Fidel. Maybe about the friggin' pool. Yeah. Okay. Let me think what we could do here with the pool with it. What if it's... It'd be like, Hayes will do his Ryan Lochte impression, right? Sick. That's in the pool that I do that, though. It's in the pool. Like My you, impression is swimming like him. It's not like a vocal thing. That's true. You're a, you're Hayes has a thing where Lochte uh, confuses Zika and Zycam. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny because, as we all know, Ryan Lochte can't read. And Hayes does this very funny sort of Zika versus Zycam thing. It's kind of like the George Carlin uh, baseball football uh, riff from back in the day. Um, Thank you, Mom. Modern man. No, that's Cosby. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's good too. Hayes does that too. Who else was in that Olympics? Who else? Who else did that one? Oh, this last Olympics. Who else did that? Was that um, the Blade Runner? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Had to be. The, okay, picture this. Hayes as Ryan Lochte. Hey, bro. Hey, Blade Runner. You see Sully? I, di- I didn't see Sully. I wish it was July. What? Push. Splash. Birds! This is in the pool. This is in the pool. That's Ryan good. Lochte pushes the Blade Runner into the pool. Okay, that's good. Because that mashes up as a bunch of 2016 things. That's yeah. good for us. Yeah. How about uh, uh, Bobby Orr? Didn't he die? No, that's hockey, right? Yeah, that's hockey. Uh-huh. And Fidel, That would it would be good mm-hmm. to get some Fidel stuff in there. Okay. Fidel stuff. Mm-hmm. What about... Can we get Joe Ingalls to do some sort of tribute to Fidel Castro? Is that going to be pushing it? Is he, he's going to be mad if he's not involved in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess it would be something like, hey, this is Joe Ingalls from the Utah Jazz. Hey, hey, this is Joe Ingalls, all-star, Utah Jazz all-star, assuming yeah. he's an all-star this February. Uh-huh. <clears throat> hey, this is Joe Ingalls, Utah Jazz all-star. We sure lost a lot of people this year. Some of them were good guys, and some of them were bad guys. I'd like to pay tribute to one good guy and one bad guy. The good guy was Fidel Castro. The bad guy was Bobby Orr. Because hockey sucks. The basketball hockey Basketball war. rules. Okay. I would love to Yeah. I would love to on this show not perpetuate the basketball hockey wars. Anything we could do mm-hmm. to try and get these people to stop fighting, I think is great. I'd I, love to see peace in our time between two 
just sports that while I understand that they don't get along, I know why. <clears throat> one's on ice, one's on wood. Wood and ice are opposites. Everyone knows that. These hockey players. If you want to break ice, you use wood. If you want to break wood, you freeze it. These hockey players um, breaking into so, basketball games and uh, spraying a hose on the court and then turning up the air conditioning so high that it freezes and then starting to play a hockey game. And vice versa, these basketball players uh, throwing wood onto the onto the, onto the ice onto the ice. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. are we and running out of dribbling around on the ice? It's 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 all disgusting. It's immature behavior. Why can't everybody win? Uh, I don't want this show to be a part of that. Uh, also, uh, you know, you you kind of with the Joe Ingles thing are stepping on the in memoriam that we do at the end of our Christmas special, kind of the Oscar style in memoriam. And I just have a note from Earwolf that even though Prince and David Bowie and Fidel Castro and Bobby Orr are all big celebrities. Glenn Fry. The final spot does belong to the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. That does have to be the last thing you do on the in memoriam. So just that's a production note. Okay. So the in memoriam would be like, hey guys, it's me, Hayes. And it's me, Sean. I know we had a lot of fun here on the... uh, Hollywood Handbook Christmas 2016 special. 2016 extravaganza, Hayes. That's good. But we... uh, I'm correcting him or what? You're just being kind of a devilish... Yeah, an imp. Imp, yeah. Yeah. A devilish imp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, that's right, Sean. It's It's a Christmas extravaganza. My bad. You're forgiven. But let's not forget the friends that we lost this year. So many great people like Bobby Orr, Fidel Castro, Glenn Fry, Leonard Cohen, David Bowie, Vanity. Uh, who else? <laughs> I know there were so. Uh, who else? Groot. Yeah, Groot. Groot. We lost Groot. Groot. Yeah, Groot blew up at the end of the movie. <laughs> Groot. The ancient one. She died in uh, Doctor yeah. Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah. And uh, and don't forget. Oh, is there a Doctor Stranger Things viral video that we oh, can put on oh, this big? There we go. There we go. That's that's great, Doctor Stranger. But but I think we already have the who you gonna call Stranger. That that's like a foot race now. Well, who you gonna call, Doctor Stranger? Doctor Stranger things. Or what if it's like an old fashioned skit, like like uh, Doctor, you gotta help me. And then he's like, uh, let me check you out upside down, right? And then he goes. The moons of Madripoor tell me that you've got stuff coming out of your lungs because you were in the Upside Down. You had a whole thing where Eleven would kind of would call everybody a Benedict Cumberbitch. I like that. That's she calls everybody. That. Yeah. And then with the true Benedict Cumberbitch, that was good. Is BBA to this and Baby Groot? 
Baby Groot. I, I don't know if Baby Groot. Look, I think we might have to wait. Ba- the Baby Groot Baby stuff Groot's next year is going to be riding BB-8 so. around. Yeah. If Baby Groot's right, and then all of a sudden, like, ra- a, a rock and We raccoon. could scoop them on this. It hasn't come out yet. We Where you going? We could honestly do Baby Groot first. Get off that robot. Right? Rocket raccoon. Oh. Hey, get off oh. that robot, Baby Groot. What are you doing? <laughs> the tribute at the end should be. But. The biggest loss we had this year is obvious. Yeah, it sure is, Hayes. The comedy bang bang TV show. Five seasons gone too soon. I'm sad. Some of your favorite episodes would be good. I mean, just to like. And then. I will remember you. Right? And then a montage of every 30 seconds from every episode. And it's slow motion because it's like... uh, In slow motion. So it's 30 seconds from the episode, but each takes 90 seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds from each episode, slowed down at at, uh, one-third. So it's 90 seconds plus a... Black and white, yeah. Plus a title card that explains which each episode in order is... If it's like, you know, uh, Zach Alphanakis wears a hoodie. Yeah. Episode 102. And the title of those cards are slowed down also. Mm-hmm. So those cards are on screen well, for and, and, two minutes. Can, can I say, uh, in between the images, because you can't hear the dialogue when it's going that slow, we are going to have text on the screen, you know, uh, with like sort of a, a transcription of what they were saying in the scene. So, mm-hmm. and that's probably going to take about 90 seconds as well <clears throat> sure and uh is there any chance i know this wasn't an episode can we at least cobble this together in post because he's gonna beat me with that deflated cut basketball can i, I ask don't. how that how he manages to turn that into a weapon by cutting a basketball open because he cut finger holes in it oh, too wow. so it's like you can whip it all over the place and he goes yeah but you'd have to get oh right oh uh, well, pretty close I, when to you said him. finger holes i thought that it's like a glove like it's it's and this is terrible but this is just maybe what joe Ingalls would call it is like basque knuckles mm-hmm. he just he just like basketball knuckles mm-hmm. yeah he just says it's time is all he says he doesn't <laughs> even have a play of words but he'll beat me with that thing if we don't fake a Joe Ingalls hol- uh, episode of comedy bang bang like Joe Ingalls wears okay. a Utah Jazz road jersey. I guess we could just show a clip, a clip of him playing in a game. <laughs> sure, and say that it's a comedy bang bang episode. <laughs> Ingalls inbounds, <laughs> and that's like what you see. Does he ever do the inbound? Yeah, he will because you know you got to watch. Throw it back out to because. Sean, you always got to watch out for the guy inbounding. You always got to watch That's out for true. the guy inbounding. They give it right back to him. Yeah. Ingles for three. Yes. And the foul. Ingles and is on fire. Reggie Watts or whatever. Yeah. Right? Can they That's do that? Right. Joe Ingles wears a Utah Jazz rose road jersey and say that was the final episode. Ingles inbounds. Yeah. 
So the whole episode is... Yes! Are we still eating the slice of pizza upside down to start? And it's going to be pesto, also pizza. That way it's green like a Christmas tree. Okay, but some of that is going to be falling off when we turn it upside down. Yeah. Most of it is. Or unless we make it cold pizza, that way it'll be... It won't be so cold. Yeah. Okay, that can just be a little trick for us. They don't know it's cold. We'll figure... Props will figure that out. Uh, And so then we hear... The songs of the different people. Who died. And then we say, oh, no, they died. Yeah. And we know that because we heard their song. Because their songs start playing. Okay. And then you guys look, and you're in front of the Macy's window, right? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just like, I think I understand the true. Hey, Sean, I think I understand the true spirit of Christmas. What's that, Hayes? Just Chilling with a good friend and buying him a nice present. That's mmm. <laughs> that's what's crackalacking. And then, then is either of us eating con- like a uh, condom full of like uh, you know sriracha that's or something? That's good. That's good. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see a then. Then it's like you hear in the background a vendor, uh, like a street, a street food guy going. Condoms full of <laughs> sriracha. Condoms full of sriracha. Hey, buddy. You want a condom full of sriracha? Uh, mm, sounds good, Hayes. We'll split one. Two straws, please. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. Ow, baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.